We'd like to welcome you to the special edition of the Jones Underground. I'm your host, Mr. Jones, and um, got a special guest, my daughter. Uh, be turning 18 this Wednesday, graduating from Hazelwood West High School. Oh my goodness! Uh, so your name, baby? What's your name again? Zaria. Zaria, who? They don't need to know my last name. They don't need to know your last name. All right. Um, <clears throat> so I'm trying to introduce her to a little bit of what we call a media presence. So we can get our ideas, our takes across. And um, she has a special interest in Korean pop, pop music. So we want to kind of get into a little bit of that. Um, I heard we had some controversy in the whole Korean pop music scene. Um, <laughs> me being an old guy, I kind of laugh it off. Because I guess they did a remake of Chicken Noodle Soup where I guess the original creators got paid on it somehow. Oh, she knows about it. She likes it. Well, and that's the main thing. But kind of get into what happened. Mm, well, more people are just... More people are just like upset about the fact that it's just an original song by a black woman and some Korean dude is coming and doing some type of remake with it. I mean, I don't see the problem with them. Really, the main problem was his hair at the end, I think, because he had gel twist. Now, I personally, they say he's appropriating culture. I personally don't see a problem with it. It's, I don't really know. I haven't dug that deep into it yet, but I'm just seeing stuff about it. I mean, as long as everybody's getting paid in the end, I don't see what the problem is. I mean, I don't personally like it that much. I don't personally like it that much, but, you know. Millionaire putting more money back in to another millionaire's pocket, so you know everybody's Gucci. It's basically a sharing culture. That's what they're doing. Sharing culture. Yeah. Now, what did you think about the video? The video was good. I mean, the dance wasn't the same as the original dance, of course, but the video was fine. I didn't see the, the problem with the hair, the gel twist at the end. People were saying how it was a cultural appropriation and it. Really nice. I think a lot of uh, Korean popular music has a lot of hip hop influence in it. What of do course. you think about that? Of course, most of the people they were talking about how they get inspiration from like Drake and like Blase uh, Blase. Like the reason the person J Hope is the person who did the remix and stuff. He got influenced by that song. That's what made him become like a dancer and all that. So, you know, they all like it. Like, a lot of them are influenced by Chris Brown and Blase. Well, I'm looking at it like um, hip-hop has such a rich influence, and hip-hop itself is influenced by R&B, jazz, and a whole bunch of other influences. But <clears throat> we're looking at Korean pop music. I'll be making all kinds of noise on this day, and everybody's got their stuff running. You know, you got K Hip Hop, which is a Korean hip hop scene with artists like the rappers and stuff, like Jay Park, he's a big part of that. Great. 
There's big company that's mostly in that that's AOMG or higher music. But you know So what does that make you think when you see say like a French group or a German group of people rapping and stuff like that and they wear in the baggy jeans and they got the the the, the, the um, aviator sunglasses on or the <laughs> you know, pretty much they looking like you know, one of us would look if we were young or something like that. What makes you, what do you think when you see, say, a European guy doing it? You, you think it's like more cultural appropriation when they're doing it in Germany, France, or one of those countries? I honestly don't think it's, if they're just dressing like how, it's like how everybody dresses when they do hip hop or rap videos, even though like I, it originated from us, it's just how they dress like it's not appropriating any culture it's just that's how it is in music and you can't really do anything about it you can speak your opinion and say how much you don't like it and blah 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 but at the end of the day it's not going to change anything so what did you think of i think a while back you did one of the shows that i went to on the south side and it was like an underground kind of like a show of what a regular underground hip-hop show would look like where it's kind of dark it's in a basement things are going on what what did you kind of think about that i thought it was cool i thought it was nice to see some people down there doing their thing that weren't mainstream people and actually like spitting some good stuff yeah because 90 percent of music is done by people that aren't famous you know so when you look at korean pop music you know, you have the stars, and you have the people that are ascending the star status, and then you have the people just starting out. You know, so, and I think a lot of that, you know, yeah, a lot of it is, uh, you could say it's, you know, influenced and written by a lot of movers and shakers in the music industry that came from the world of hip-hop, and so that influence can be heard. Especially, like, people like G-Dragon, him and Missy Elliott collab together. Wale and uh, Rap Monster, I mean RM, they collab together. So you know, they be, the the hip hop artists and stuff. They they be digging the K pop people. Pharrell likes uh, G Dragon. Yeah, and and I can understand why because you know once again we're talking about worldwide global influence, and and then anything making money, especially when you know it catches on here in America. A lot of people want to be a part of it, be a part of that culture, and you know, because it's not just them having our culture. A lot of what they do over there is starting to come back over here. You know, as far as boy groups, as far as more the guys singing falsetto and stuff like that. Well, we've been doing that for a hundred years now, but just more or less guys kind of changing their look up type of situation, and you know. Like I said, me being older, I don't understand it as much. You know, I grew up in, I guess, a different era where, you know, all we had really was rap. And when you wasn't listening to rap, it was R&B and gospel. So even as an old guy now, listening to rock music and listening to country and kind of dabbling in that. Yeah, ugh. <laughs> I mean, not all country is bad. I like some country, but not all of it. And, well, it's, it's the appreciation of that yeah. style of music. I appreciate it. I don't like all of it, but... <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <clears throat> I appreciate all of it. Because, you know, I listen to everything. So, 
So what's it like being able to, you know, now that you'll be 18 and you'll be in a minute going out into the uh, new world of trying to figure out what you want to do in life as a young woman? Like, what are uh, traits and things that you're going to be taking with you? I'm scared. <laughs> I don't really know what. I mean, I have a plan, but at the same time, I don't have a plan. Well, there's some people that are 40 years old and don't have a plan. So, you I'm know. I'm just kind of figuring it out as the days go by. Yeah, a lot of people are doing that. So. But that's perfectly fine, too. Sometimes you just, you know, you go out and you eventually get your way. Um, what are some goals you have as you uh, go through your senior year of high school? Get my GP up. GP up. GPA up as much as I can. Graduate. <laughs> <laughs> Graduate. Get out of school. Uh, get a job type stuff. Yeah. That's the, that's the main thing. Well, I just want to give you the opportunity to kind of like, like I said, you know, it's one thing for us to have kids, but we want to just do what we can to include them in the, everything that we got going on or show them what we do, how we do it. Um, we may not post this one, we may post this one. You know, may have this on something so that she can hear what she sounds like at 18 when she's like 38, 48. <laughs> Dad got you right here, you know. But uh, also just to have something that you know that, like I said, we're real people. You know, this is popping trunk. This is um, out here in the hood type stuff. You know, we do live regular lives. We out here got kids and they get big and we go broke raising them. <laughs> but, you know, we'll get back with our uh, normal sports topic on Sunday night with Earl Spence and Sean Porter wrap up uh, week four NFL thoughts and, you know, you know, going into a new month, month of October, big month for us um, in every facet of the game musically. Uh, on both sides, church and playing out a little bit. And, um, you know, just making some business moves, getting some equipment, um, taking care of some uh, issues with home and house and stuff like that. We got uh, Minister Gerald be stepping in in a minute, about another week or two. And uh, we'll have an interview with Miss Talisha Noah award-nominated actress and we'll have a few uh, people stepping up into the booth to, um, on the table in this case but to give their thoughts plans actions interviews and I'm just like get my number one interview to my daughter so she came in before anybody else did so if you listening to this she was here before everybody else was so if I'm interviewing Obama one day she beat him here. <laughs> All right. Well, y'all have a good night. We hope to see you. Hopefully, you hear it soon, and uh, we'll talk to you later.